0: Guys, you're not going to believe this. I was just at a totally normal vanilla ice party inside Uh this decommissioned warehouse. And all of a sudden, all the walls broke through and these turtles rolled in. And then they karate chopped their way around the place and vanilla came up with a song right on the spot.
1: Well, as long as you were all socially distancing, that sounds like a great night, Veronica.
0: Oh, no, we weren't. It was an entirely super spreader event. What? Too Tutu! <laughs> Sorry, these are our I, I, very intentionally lame openers. <laughs> I think,
1: honestly, honestly, one of our best. You launched into that, and I'm like, was this planned? Because it feels like we scripted this, but yes. I forgot that we, it was that tight. Yes. Hello, exactly. time Hi. travelers. Welcome to the show. Hello, Veronica.
0: Hello.
1: That's Veronica Urofsky.
0: And this is John Brashad.
1: And this is Box Office Time Machine the show where we watch the number one movie at the box office either the most recent weekend or that same weekend 10 20 30 or 40 years in the past and this year this year this week we are going back to 1991 to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze but we're not alone I'm sorry I, my head I i up. was going yeah no i said i'd introduce the guest but then I also ran out of breath, so I stopped making it sound like you were supposed to do it. Professional, scripted. Uh no, we are not alone. We are joined by the host of HQ Words uh, at HQ Trivia, as well as a podcast that did not take a break for more than a year. Unemployed with Anna Royceman. It's Anna Royceman.
2: Hi, Yay. thanks for having me. Yay, thanks thank you for being coming. Here john Thank you know what i don't want to get technical but i realized why you are lagged because airpods don't work well with zoom recordings i always find oh, that's why fuck. i'm on hard you're totally right i'm um, on these i noticed it but i don't want to interrupt right. i'm just coming in hot with the information <laughs> off the bat
1: no this is good this is what people listen to the show for um to hear how how I'm you fucked up things up i think i have other headphones somewhere should uh, the next five minutes of the show be me looking for other headphones? No,
0: no. <laughs> That's good for an audio show,
1: right? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, now, the show you host—that is a, mostly a, a, a headphone uh, review show.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk all about audio equipment and how mm-hmm. uh, remote recording works in the in the workforce. So. Yeah,
1: wow, this must have been a big year for you guys.
2: It was a huge year. Actually, I invested in zoom early on. And I'm just, um, you know, I'm I'm traveling all over now because you
1: are you are on a private jet right
0: now. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell it's so nice of you to call in from your jet? Yeah, I just, you know, i
2: incredible. I make my zoom background my apartment just so it looks humble, you know, like I don't Yeah, I want to keep it normal for most people even though
1: yeah if we release any video from this uh, uh, eagle-eyed viewers will be able to tell from the the blurry outline around your head that clearly that's green screen and you are on a private jet yeah
2: yeah but don't tell which <laughs> which kardashian is there with you kendall kendall Jenner. Wow. Kendall, yeah she's off from modeling <laughs> she's this one week. of them yeah <laughs>
0: checks out <up.
1: laughs> um so i actually uh uh I talked to, um, I, I had a Zoom call with Anna earlier today and I mm-hmm. saw Veronica's letterboxed review. Um, so I have a bit of an opinion, a, a bit of a pre-knowledge about how you each felt about this week's movie.
2: Well, you should have faked this might... it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, well, I'm realizing this might be an odd man out thing because I think I, I liked it more than you guys. But um, to start, before we even get into any of that, what was everyone's history? with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, both as a franchise and this movie specifically?
0: Uh, I guess I can go first and say that it's very short, almost to non-existent. (laughs) I've definitely seen a few of the cartoon episodes to the point where I was confused why the guy who lives inside the other guy's belly was not in this movie, because that's the thing (laughs) that I knew and expected.
1: You're a Krang super fan? You were just waiting I, for Krang?
0: I had to go on Wikipedia and figure out <laughs> what I'm thinking of and whether it was actually in this cartoon. Uh, but <laughs> other, other than that, and actually using the names of the turtles as mnemonics for Renaissance artists, I have no ah! history <laughs> with <laughs> the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. My
1: favorite artist was always the sculptor Splinter. Of course. Um nice. <laughs> Anna, what was, what was your history?
2: Um, Very little. Like, I know I, I've known they exist. Um, my boyfriend is obsessed with the Ninja Turtles, so he has a huge history and was actually um, offended he was not on this podcast and I was because I <laughs> never liked the Ninja Turtles or cared for them or watched them or knew. Honestly, until the end of this movie, literally in, within the last five minutes of this movie, I said, oh. I thought there were five, even throughout. <laughs> well, there even was. Even throughout in this one whole fucking TV, movie. I was like, they made a not TV five?
1: series that was a sequel to these movies where they added um, The Girl Turtle. And it's uh. like the worst, most sexist, like, add a girl version. Oh, God. Where they're all, no. like Veronica said, famous painters. And her name was Milo uh, or Venus de Milo.
2: <laughs> oh, um, God. An
1: artwork as opposed to an artist.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And
1: also. If you think she didn't have boob shapes in her turtle suit, you're wrong. Wow. Wow. Did
0: she did she still have like shell pecs like the rest of them or no shell?
1: Pecs? I no, she, I think she had kind of like shell breasts.
0: <laughs> six of them? Or just like what? Yeah, six just of the, six she giant had, boobs. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, it's been weeks since I've masturbated to this, so I don't remember, Ew, but I'll John. check later.
0: Good, John. Please add it back oh, yo, to your repertoire. Is- I
2: wanted to say I did see one movie before. Um, I don't remember what one okay. in a theater I saw as a joke because I was doing a comedy show where I had to oh, make the
1: Michael Bay one,
2: make fun of it. I don't. Who was the girl in it? Was it um, Megan Fox? Yes, yes. I saw that one in the theater, and so that was like my real like comparison to this one.
1: I do want to talk about those because I have actually not seen those, and I guess. Um, my history with the turtles is I was alive during the turtle craze and like physically present, but just too young to really remember it. And I know like I I remember the TV show vaguely. I rewatched some episodes last night and I remember the same way my brother and I had uh, Dalmatians toys from last week. <laughs> uh, we had a big stuffed Raphael that you could wrestle. Mm. When I said big, I mean big to a Two and Um, three-year-old. But I don't, I don't, I'm not that familiar. And we really, yeah, we should have had uh, uh, your boyfriend, Jared, on the show. Anyone who (laughs) clicked on this podcast being like, oh, sweet, they're talking about my favorite turtle movie. And then it's just three people being like, yeah, I wasn't really fans. We've just (laughs) lost any... Any possible new listeners we could have You had. would appreciate,
2: after we finished the movie, I, I actually fell asleep. I had to finish it today, but he came in there. He's working, but he came in the room while I finished it, and then he asked if I wanted uh, specific trivia about it, and I was like, Ooh. no. He's like, do you want <laughs> trivia like, for the podcast? I was like, no, we're going to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> so let's. He's psycho, this show is will, what I think I should, this, I, and I think we should break up. I think this is where I'm having this realization.
1: well anna let us know what your favorite movie is and we'll do an episode and we'll invite only him to do that
2: oh man that would be great that would be great (laughs) i know 10 of them that uh, i hate to do
1: so i i had seen this movie before um i guess i I was the only one who had seen it before but i didn't really remember i had we had the vhs of the first one that i think we got as like at pizza hut or something or like at mcdonald's when they had VHSs. i don't know why but we owned it and i remember watching it a good amount uh uh like on vacation we had a tiny little like um portable tv you could put in a car and we watched it in the back seat um but i re- so i remember the first film more than this one but i feel like this one has more of a cult following possibly because it's so gleefully dumb it really is just episodes of the cartoon but let's um let's do let's do a grade uh we do a uh, Anna. We do a typical um, A B C D whatever grade at the top. Okay. Um, I'll give you a few seconds to gather your grade. We're gonna say them all together.
0: Are we gonna Is say them on the Go or are we gonna say yeah, them? <laughs> what are
2: we doing?
1: Okay. So before everyone shit on me for my headphone setup, <laughs> everyone shit on me for my uh, slating, clap slating. So you know what? Just say it whenever you fucking feel like okay. it. Everyone, say your grade. Here we go. B.
2: C minus. <laughs> D minus. Oh yeah. I don't know. I could do minus. Yeah, uh, yeah. What if I went D? Um. Well,
1: all right. Wh- why? Uh, why did you two dislike this so much? I'll start with our guest Anna.
2: I don't. Here's the thing. I don't like any action movies. I if there's a fight this is a real thing if there's a fight scene in a movie i zone out it's not that it's scary i love horror movies i love slasher films i can handle like weird like puppet like chucky movies i love that real legit action movies even though and i would consider this an action movie like as soon as there's a real fight, legit action as soon as there's a fight scene I I zone out. I don't care. I don't like it. I don't like guns. I don't like the fighting. I don't like any of that. So for me, that's immediately, it's immediately like a C, you know what I mean? And uh, I gave it a C minus because I don't care about the Ninja Turtles. So there were moments I liked, (laughs) but it's not that I hated it. It was just like in my cat, in my catalog of, you know, films, like it would be in the category, like I'd never pick to watch.
1: (laughs) Keep in mind. I Are you regretting having
2: me at this point? (laughs)
1: I am sitting here like just being like anyone who's a turtle fan who's listening to this episode has is so angry right now. I don't Um, I
2: just don't know. Again, it took me. (laughs) However, I'm 21 years old, 21 years plus (laughs) this whole movie, which was an hour and 28 minutes to then say, huh, there's only four of them.
1: Did you think, like in the last three minutes, uh, uh, Degas, the fifth fifth painter turtle, Degas, was pop out or John?
0: Something?
2: I would have liked that's an entirely Degas, different absolutely historical not period. A <laughs> yeah, I like I, the Picasso look, one. You know him? You know that turtle? He's a good one.
1: Look, I took improv classes for years. Sometimes you don't have the perfect thing to say, but you have something close enough, and it's better to just say something. Veronica, why did you dislike this movie? <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm just feeling like we're also, in addition to the turtle fans, alienating all the art history majors in a <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I also would say that I did not hate it. I think, so one of my favorite movies growing up actually is Mortal Kombat. And I can see oh, wow. if this was, oh, <laughs> if this was a thing that I had first been exposed to when I was in the third grade this would be a movie that I would remember fondly now since I do not have that history with that movie I thought yeah it was silly and I kind of enjoyed how lighthearted it was and it wasn't mean or kind of I feel like we've seen a lot of bad movies in the past where they were just bad and this one was kind of well-intentioned and fun to watch and it was very silly so I was I thought that it was fine. It's just not for me. It would again not be a thing I would pick to watch if I had to.
2: Your Mortal Kombat is literally yeah. like my Dirty Dancing,
0: <laughs> <laughs> a movie I've not seen. Maybe oh. someday we'll watch Dirty Dancing. Oh, with Jared.
1: God, this <laughs>
2: have me back. Is
0: I'll have. I'll a... be good on that.
1: <laughs> Veronica, you really need to be a like i I'm not like other girls character in a bad late '90s rom-com. <laughs> I didn't watch Pretty Dancing. I watched Mortal Kombat. It's
2: Dirty Dancing, John. Not Pretty
0: Dancing. What did I say? Pretty <laughs> Dancing?
1: Pretty <laughs> Dancing. The one where Richard Gere dances with
2: <laughs> Julia Roberts. Green? Green, that one didn't get greenlit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, oh, boy. Uh, See, well, I, I preferred
0: I Runaway think... Dancing. That was uh... the
2: sequel. <laughs> anyway, yeah,
1: sorry. <laughs> the spiritual sequel.
0: John, yeah, I, why'd I you give I... it a B?
1: Well, I think I feel I, almost identical to how Veronica feels, but I'm just more, like, I gave it the same review, the same grade I gave uh, 101 Dalmatians last week, even though I was bored to tears watching 101 Dalmatians. Because I think they are both, they are both successful at what they attempt to do, which is more what I'm grading it on. Like, we've watched truly bad children's films. Uh, we watched uh, the Benedict Cumberbatch a Grinch movie for this podcast, and I wanted to stab my eyes out. <laughs> mm-hmm. We watched the Lion King remake. Good lord! Um, I like that and then one. We watched like, oh
0: gosh, oh gosh, right. oh no! Get off oh, the fucking no. show! That's <laughs> I thought the third it was pretty, strike. Get off the still show. Lion King.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've and then we've also watched. Did we do Coco for this show?
0: We did not. I did Coco for myself oh. though, and had a good time.
1: Yes. Well, I also did it for myself. <laughs> And, like, that was, like, stuff like that's an excellent family film that kids and adults would love. And this is, Root Written Ninja Turtles 2 is not on that level at all. But, I like, the whole time I was watching this, I was like, if I was a child, I would be having a great time. And also, as an adult, I'm not, I'm not that insulted. Because I do have a, get the feel the whole time that they were, even though this was a, a movie made as fast as humanly possible after the first one, less than a year earlier, was at the time the most successful independent movie of all time. Wow. The first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in 1990. Um, so they rushed this less than a year later. They recast all the roles. I don't know if that uh, how much that was. The actors didn't want to come back. Uh, like So they got rid of Elias Koteas, who played uh, Casey Jones in the first movie. And they recast the role of April O'Neil, who is was uh, Judith Hogue, I think, in the first yeah, one. Yeah, Jared I, I... told
2: me this as we went along. I got all the fucking, all the <laughs> all the details.
1: Uh, they also recast uh, a lot of the voices. Uh, Corey Feldman is not in this one. He was Donatello in the first one. But well, he, had
0: had he a... got a DUI or something. That... Yeah,
1: so they were like, we can't, not mm. cool. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't feel that rushed like the one thing I kept noticing is the director uh, keeps doing these like um, shots where the, someone will be doing a complicated action in the background, and then a character will come into the foreground and just continue dialogue. And I know how insanely annoying that must have been on set to film, because it's like, okay, yeah, uh, guy in a turtle, a rubber turtle suit, you have to do flips in the foreground. Meanwhile, Kino, in the background, meanwhile, Kino has to get his expositional dialogue perfect, or else you have to do those flips all over again. And, like, that takes effort. And if no one cared, they did not have to do stuff like that. And that's kind of how I felt this whole movie. Like, they were trying. And then at at the end of the day, I just find the turtles very charming.
0: (laughs) Yes. I had to remind myself that they're teenagers throughout the movie, because
1: because I, they talk like 40 year old sitcom writers
0: well yeah oh, i like got younger i said are they like 10 and jared goes teenage mutant
2: and <laughs> oh, right, 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 right.
0: i i guess i didn't even like think through how old they were until like they were moving and the only things they had when they were moving was like a pinup poster and a like a a blow-up like ball of the globe or something <laughs> and those were like their only two possessions that they had when they were moving and my boyfriend had to remind me i liked they how they me. looked that's what
1: that's that's the main thing i love the suits so yeah much. i was gonna say and the other movie i saw so much they don't look like they're that. like
2: cgi or something. i don't know what they yeah. are but it was the Michael very Bay one distracting. 2014, I think. Yeah, whatever it was that I watched in the theater, it was very distracting, and I thought these suits were like cooler. I liked this the way they looked.
1: They're also sure. the character designs of of uh, the turtles from that one. They they gave them realistic turtle faces, which no one wanted or needed for your turtles. Uh, I will. I I haven't seen that movie, but I I watched the trailer after watching this, and. That movie's only from 2014, so it's only 7 years old. But the middle of that trailer, they drop this huge dubstep beat and it feels <laughs> like it's from a century ago. Weird. It feels it is insane. Um mm-hmm. as opposed yeah, no, to Yeah, I love
0: as opposed to the timeless keyboard demo music that accompanies this feature. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I, I have I have a keyboard and very similar melodies come out of it the moment I hit the demo button. That's so funny.
1: <laughs> well, maybe you should be uh, scoring blockbuster children's films.
0: I know, and it's so simple. You just press a button and you go to sleep. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. I like uh, it.
1: Um, yeah, I I mean, yes, the Vanilla Ice cameo. There is, They do two big things to, like, two big 1991 things. They have a Vanilla Ice cameo. And a very weird Bart Simpson thing where they, like, hold a Bart Simpson, like, uh, uh, merchandise glass up to camera for, like, 10 straight seconds.
0: I was going to um, ask what that was about. The, for, the only reason I came up with is that they say Kawabunga and he says Aikuramba. And so they feel like they're close to each other. Uh. I think
1: it's... That in 1991, like, the two biggest pop culture things were Bart Simpson and Turtle.
0: But, like, like they're not even a, a the twi- same studio, are they? This is New Line. No, I think it's was... just
1: a tip of the hat.
0: Okay.
2: There. I would not, I did not connect that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I stand um, by my Kawabunga, I carumbus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I think that's also part of it. I bet, like, both teams were, like, uh, 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 I'm sure there's some like uh, uh, b- uh, bitchy Turtles jokes in old Simpsons. Episodes. <laughs> the same way if you like watch through season like three and four of the Simpsons, they continuously mock Bill Cosby because they were up against the Cosby show. Mm. So it's like they're just nonstop shitting on Bill Cosby, which
0: aged those jokes well.
1: have aged very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I want to go back. Like the thing you said, um, Anna, about the costumes. Yeah. I Love the, those foam rubber costumes. This is the Henson Company. um uh, One of the last things Jim Henson was involved in before he died was the costumes in the first movie.
2: Oh, okay. And
1: like this is the same era as the Dinosaurs TV show. Yeah, I remember and Dinosaurs.
2: It kind of does look like that. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, it's it's because it's the same big suits and then animatronic uh puppeteered faces. Mm-hmm. And I just think they're so fun looking, and you know they're clearly physically there. The other actors, like, I love, like, they emote a little. I do think the costumes look a little worse in this movie than in the first movie. And by the time you get to the third movie, they aren't even trying and, like, the costumes are falling apart. Oh, did they, like, no. but, uh, not take
2: care of them? Like, did they not dry clean them or something, like, in between? <laughs> like
1: <laughs> I don't know what the deal is, but, like, if you re- rewatch scenes from the first movie, and I do think the first movie is a better film, uh, probably not by a huge margin. I didn't rewatch the whole thing. I watched, like, 20 minutes. But like the lip sync looks a little better on the mask. And then if you watch the third movie, it's, it's very much feels like um, like an old like Disney Park ride, like Disney mm-hmm. World ride that hasn't been refurbished in a while. So all the animatronics like barely like the pirates barely move yeah. now or something. How do um, they do
2: it, though? Is there an actor in that suit or are they doing the voices oh, yeah. separate? Do you know what I mean? Like
1: the voice actors separate okay. The voice actors are separate. I I assume, and I guess we could have looked this up, but I assume it's pre recorded dialogue, or maybe the actors doing something on set. I imagine, especially because they had big bigger names doing the voices mm-hmm. in the first movie, like Corey Feldman, that they probably got they the, the the on set was react was acting off of his recording and not vice versa. Yeah,
0: this um, is it's surprising when you say though about the. Uh, the costume's getting worse because one of the things I read about this movie is that they actually improved the animation technique. So it used to be, I guess, that someone remotely would operate the lips, and this time around, they actually were able to somehow get the actors to themselves Uh. to operate all the animatronics. Yeah, that was
2: what I was confused about when they talked and stuff, like how they they function, because they are real... Yeah. Maybe
1: I'm noticing Dude. ADR. Maybe I'm noticing dialogue that was changed in post, uh, because you can, you know, just do that if you want to tweak some stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm um, sure it didn't, it that didn't take technology me
0: out of is it. not perfect. Yeah, I, I yeah, <laughs> but it didn't take me out of it either.
1: And if I was an eight-year-old watching this movie, it a hundred percent wouldn't take me out. I mean, I remember you watched these as kids; like the turtles were real. Like I knew it was a movie, but they they feel like so like there. <laughs> I like I really like I I will say this. Um, uh, midway through this movie, and we have not discussed the plot whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But midway through this movie, they introduce two new mutated creatures. Um, who are not Bebop and Rocksteady, the famous characters from the cartoons, but they are bootleg versions because of some weird issues with. And there's some I don't think it was a legal issue, but like the creators of the turtles themselves didn't want to use those characters. But the people making the movie wanted to use those characters. So instead, they just used weird. So in the show, it was a rhino and a a warthog. Mm. And in this, we get a mutated wolf and a snapping turtle. (laughs) And that wolf costume, that one sucks. I don't think that wolf looks good (laughs) at all. That looks like an unmoving Halloween mask.
2: Yeah, kind of. Mm -hmm. But I liked seeing them real at the end. I was like, "Oh, oh yeah!" The I love the seeing uh, them
1: when they went back. And then Michelangelo had one of his uh, many great lines: um, "We'll we'll make a fortune on in the diet industry." <laughs> what did you? So the the story of like the turtles as a franchise is so interesting. They were created as a parody comic book, parodying different popular trends in comics at the time. That's why. The Foot Clan is just a parody of the Hand, the like the Hand, which was the evil ninjas in Daredevil comics. Um, it's they're mutants because New Mutants, the X Men comic was popular, so they're just a parody of a bunch of things. And then they sold the rights to this merchandising company that brought in these animation people and these like sitcom writers who just rebuilt all the personalities and basically created the tone of the cartoon. Which is why they're just like, they, they're they these parodies that are kind of for adults that are then just turned into like this perfect children's entertainment phenomenon. And uh, somehow it works. Somehow it's, at least to me, not the most annoying thing in the world. But um, they are uh, uh, turtles, giant turtles who live in New York, but talk like California surfers and are led by a grandfather figure sensei who is an old japanese rat it's very it's all very charming but what did you think of their nonstop catchphrases and one liners
0: uh i mean i thought some of them worked i guess i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know that i have any sort of all encompassing take on it it seemed like they threw a lot of lines out there some of them worked some of them didn't and it sort of had the batting average I would have expected for of a movie like that I suppose
2: <laughs> I still I don't know Google who is who it. in Sorry. terms of the colors so I yeah to me they're all the same one-liner like one person is saying all the one-liners and like they're charming they're fun you know it's like they're, that's what reminds us that they're they're young and and cool right
0: and <laughs> like, teenage that is teenage. Teenage. they yes. are
1: fairly at at the worst in this movie they are all completely interchangeable they are just raphael the asshole and then the others who make jokes <laughs> um uh, michelangelo is supposed to be the joke guy but really for the most part they are all kind of interchangeable mm-hmm. And I thought they were a little, like, I was, I took a break, uh, I was watched the first half Friday afternoon, and I went out Friday night, and I was kind of like, the turtles are a little much, but then um, I saw these four, like, kind of bro guys leaving, um, leaving a, uh, a, an outdoor bar where they'd been dancing with a DJ, and they were talking, they were very drunk, and they were talking about how awesome they dance, and one guy's like, oh, bro, I got video of you dancing. And he should like, look at all these video clips. And the other guy just screamed out in the most Michelangelo voice possible,
2: what an anthology.
1: (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, the turtles are realistic.
0: Wow. Wow. This is
1: what four friends talk like.
2: (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs) I also, Um, I feel like it was hard telling them apart because the red color one and the orange orange color It was so hard to distinguish them uh, to the point where I didn't think there was another one until they were both in the same frame and I was like, (laughs) oh, there's two. (laughs) Now you
2: see why I thought five. I was just like, there must be a couple of those reddish orangey ones.
1: (laughs) Well, these characters are very well introduced in the animated series opening theme song, which was famously written by Chuck Lorre.
2: Wow. Whoa,
1: really? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that theme song that was written by Chuck Lorre. I love it. Does, it.
0: does it have more lyrics or is it just him repeating that over and over again?
1: Yeah, it's not the uh, Two and a Half Men theme song that it's just the same words over and over again. No, it has a full like lyrics. It's like um, uh, Raphael's tough and rude, Michelangelo's a party dude, like stuff like that.
0: <laughs> cool. Donatello that like- does machines does
2: machines (laughs) like engineers yeah
1: yeah, their personalities are pretty he's the science guy Uh. leo's the boring leader the cyclops if you will Raphael's the asshole and michelangelo's the fun one that cool kids like
2: i remember them being more distinct personality wise in the the 2014 movie like i could probably after that tell you who who said what but in this one they were just they all looked the same yeah, yeah. I, and I, kinda I do acted think the, the, the
1: biggest flaw the biggest flaw in this one is that uh, there is no real plot there are no real uh, uh character arcs it's just a series of scenes so by the end of the movie as much as i was enjoying the movie by the end i could not care less and also just now that we're just talking about the ending that fight with super shredder Super Shredder is so stupid and boring, and that is the most anticlimactic ending ever.
2: I did write at one point, I could make Shredder's costume myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could. What
1: What would you use to make that?
2: Tinfoil. It was really just kind of like a couple of pieces, you know? And I was like, and then like a cloak. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't like that they're... Ne- Splinter and Shredder are too close to each other. I know. That's I was that. You.
1: Well, in some in in comics, in some versions, they like knew each other and trained with each other in Japan.
2: Oh,
1: um, hmm. oh, I, I jumped to the ending. I, I, I want to say I the opening credits of this movie with every single person in New York City, no matter what they're doing, eating, eating pizza, pizza, yeah, is the greatest opening credits ever made.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jared said. I mean, it was like, pretty I, delightful. I yeah. yeah.
1: I vote. I vote. You know, we've got the Woody Allen baggage. I vote that we get rid of the opening uh, credits from Manhattan as the quintessential New York movie moment, and instead replace it with this because it is so much better. And to my knowledge, no one involved in this movie has a horrific. Sense.
0: Uh, Kevin Clash, the voice of Splinter. Oh no. <laughs> there you
1: go oh oh, good point elmo also
0: uh (laughs) i don't know how racially since i guess we are might save that for our other uh corner but i don't know how sensitive it uh, is to have someone do an asian accent
1: we we can get to all that let's first um anyone have any other uh other thoughts in general about the movie before we start talking about that kind of stuff
2: um, other thoughts? You know, I tried halfway through to understand. I was like, I stopped and said, so the plot is. <laughs> they, Let's regroup. Hold on. They, yeah, they live in this chick's apartment and everything's chill. But then this bad guy has ooze and they don't want him to have it. So they got to fight to get the ooze. Is that, would you say that's a good log line What's- for this movie? <laughs>
1: It's pretty wild because it is directly following the plot of the, like, first movie. Like, their their hideout gets destroyed in the first movie. Mm -hmm. That's why they're staying with her. Um, Shredder is straight up murdered at the end of the first movie. I don't care what this movie says. Mm. Casey Jones kills his ass. He is crushed in a garbage compactor. Uh, Yet somehow he is very okay in this movie. He's a little bruised. Yeah, they love that hand coming up. Yeah, (laughs) happened, like, three
0: times. Like, the... Yeah, that's yeah, like I didn't an describe evil the dead plot reference. At all. Is that an evil dead reference, or what would what would you relate to to?
1: I would wager as much as I want to give Sam Raimi credit for everything, I would wager a shot of some a hand bursting out of the ground has been used in many movies before.
0: That's fair. Also, he was <laughs> Shredder was shredded in the previous movie. Is that what you said?
1: He was crushed in a garbage compactor.
0: Oh, hmm. i would say (laughs) was
1: he shredded i feel like if he was actually shredded someone would have made a joke like who's shredded now bro but if i remember correctly just uh casey jones he falls into a garbage truck and casey jones presses the thing to make it crush the the trash and then casey just says oopsie or something like that because he's a badass he just murdered a human being (laughs) Uh, but it was a bad guy um uh uh what did you guys think? I'm, what did you guys think of Kino?
2: Is he the our, pizza like boy? new
1: audience surrogate? Yeah, our audience surrogate who vanishes from the movie. He was a stu- that was a stunt actor, Ed Reyes Jr. He was a uh, er- Ernie Reyes Jr. He was a stunt actor in the suits in the first movie. Oh wow! Um, and they they really liked him on set, so they gave him a full role. I mean, not a full role with like a, a, a plot purpose, but <laughs> but
0: that's he had good. a nice. plot purpose. He infiltrated that super secret uh gang of martial arts teenagers.
1: He did that was when I was like, oh, Kino's actually doing something. And also like Raphael that like Raphael, like the character like it really felt like plot was actually happening as opposed to just them looking for a new home for a while. But then Kino vanishes yeah. until literally he runs, like it felt like the screenwriter forgot he was in the movie. Because yeah. then just in the climactic battle. Kido just runs in and goes, guys, I'm here. I'm here. We don't know how he found them. He jumps up on stage at the Vanilla Ice concert, kicks Splinter once, and then vanishes again.
2: Well, he's... They also didn't care to have his help. They were like, we're fine.
0: Like, they didn't need him.
1: The whole movie is them all being like, get out of (laughs) here.
0: Well, so he has like, I don't know if it was edited weird, but he seemed to have had some sort of a subplot where splinter was teaching him something i think yeah. something i thought about he being wanted patient. to become a
2: turtle he wanted yes. to be the next ninja turtle yes. it they were like, like that's where
1: it's going there there are two storylines that feel like they're like half thought out ideas and one is you know proving himself to be worthy to join the team and the other is the turtles bristling and having to hide um hide from the public and those plot points are like set, introduced but nothing ever happens and then at the end. Although I will say the one time in this movie where I legitimately laughed out loud was at the end where um where Splinter says the turtles were you unseen and they said we tried and he pulls up the newspaper where they're on the front page and says "Try harder." That made me legitimately laugh. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> With the headline "Turtle Rap is Born."
0: <laughs> and yeah, also like a sub headline about some warehouse being demolished. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a cool nightclub.
0: Yeah. What was so the nightclub was just in a warehouse that was in bush in the middle. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
1: I mean, this was a, a real deal club. They had a promoter with a ponytail—the real sign of showbiz phonies in the early nineties.
0: I
2: actually thought the show, the Vanilla Ice part, was my favorite part of the whole movie. Oh, for sure. It felt I like, gotta say, finally, that was- finally, we've got some choreography, we've got a beat, <laughs> it's a bop, it's really working out for me, no one's fighting, they're really, like, grooving, it was nice.
0: <laughs> I mean, them hitting that wall and breaking into a club was the best cut of the movie. Mm-hmm. It delighted me yeah. to no end.
1: It's so. I mean, it, it's there with the opening credits of just everyone eating pizza, where it's like the movie. I, I I do think the movie knows what tone it is and executes it pretty well. It's dumb as shit. <laughs> I'm absolutely not recommending an adult puts this on for like adult viewing. But viewing? <laughs> for some for some yeah for yeah erotic viewing, uh, if for some reason your child in 2021. Wants to watch this thirty-year-old movie? You'll be okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing I noticed about this movie is that it has multiple examples or multiple scenes of just bad guys waiting their turn before it's their turn <laughs> to fight the ninja, <laughs> ninja Turtles. At one point, they're they're surrounded by twenty of these ninja guys, and they're one by one, like fighting the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they're patient. Yeah, it was just like, okay, you are really, you have your code. You're really for the honor of the fight.
1: (laughs) Well, the Foot Clan is just a bunch of teenagers, apparently. Is it? Teenagers and one 25-year-old TV cameraman.
0: Mm. Of course. Who kind of looks like Zach Woods. Did you guys notice that? He
1: looks exactly, I thought, the same thing.
0: I could see
2: that. Yeah. You know what I was going to say in this movie? Uh I remembered there being Megan Fox in, in the movie, so I was like, "Oh, April's a character." This April, you know, <laughs> I get that she's a news reporter and she obviously does well enough to own a duplex, but like she she's such a businesswoman, too. You notice every scene she's in, she's signing papers. What the <laughs> fuck is she all she's always sign I wrote down April's always signing things. Like <laughs> Wrapped I, sign.
1: <laughs> I rewatched. Um, I rewatched the first the first twenty minutes of the first movie, and it, it is a different actress. But they also have, despite her still being a uh news anchor, she is very much she leaves the uh, studio and she's dressed like a twenty year old punk. Like she's got cool sneakers, and of course her bright yellow jacket. And this movie, they're very much like. No, she dresses like an adult who works
0: at a news yeah, station. Yeah, she's very network news at this one. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think um, April gets out of this relationship? Like sex
2: with Ninja Turtles?
0: You well, think that's, that's, a, that's the okay. sex?
2: <laughs> when she came down in that she first is, scene, she's like fixing her hair. I'm like, whoa, okay, this is someone
0: weird. just got turtles.
1: The and they made an animated movie TMNT in 2007. That um, uh, my college roommates and I got really high and went to see And then it, we were just in a theater filled with children and families And then the movie was actually pretty boring Um, But I ca- vaguely remember there being like a th- I might be making this up Like a thing like Leonardo has a crush on April O'Neil in that movie And I did not like it So <laughs> I, I did not get any romantic vibes in this one And I was happy not to have them
0: so what do you think she gets out of this arrangement? They live with her? She gets, like, what is she what gets is to know deal?
1: that the city is safer, the city's safer, and she's doing her small part.
0: <laughs> By keeping Plus,
1: I think them? they saved her life like five times in the first movie, so she owes them a little.
0: Oh, OK, all right. So
2: you yeah. really do kind of need to see the first movie to, to fully get. I was just like, why do they live in her apartment <laughs> with this big rat? who seems very tired and (laughs) and then like does and then she goes off to work but they just like eat pizza in her apartment like they have a sick deal i hope she has a cleaning person you know that was how i felt
1: i'm curious where they get the money for the pizza i was really thinking Mm. about that because they don't have (laughs) jobs, and they got pizza before they met her i hope she's not paying for it
0: all
2: They probably have a house account. They're like, yeah, it's under Uh, (laughs) O'Neill. She pays at the end of the month. She's like, damn, guys, that was a lot this month. And they're like, we're growing teenage
0: (laughs) boys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe Uh, Famous Roy's Pizza does, you know, complimentary turtle pizzas or something.
1: I was, I love my favorite thing. This is my, not only do I find the turtles charming, this is my favorite, like, version of New York in movies like this kind of 80s 90s version where every character is the most New York stereotype possible <laughs> like that old Jewish couple were like there's some monsters Susie fighting Essman. over there what should we do with it
0: Oh yeah there was also Wait, Susie esmond they were April's neighbors in the beginning I know and, and that, the like other the dude with, the dude with her is the either the puppeteer or the voice of one of the turtles too like, they're...
1: That was Susie Essman?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stopped it. And I was like, no, that's sure. Susie
2: Essman. <laughs> like for her. I thought that's who you meant when you were like that New York Jewish couple. I didn't realize there was...
1: Yeah, no, I meant the older couple when mean, uh, the monsters were terrorized. And she goes, uh, and he's like, what should we do if they come over here? And she's like, they could get their own cab. <laughs> 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 that's...
2: Grandma's Does it even... The joke not even need to
1: be funny. <laughs> like, that's my favorite type of new york um but i guess we can now move on uh to our our, our uh, uh segment that we do whenever we watch an older movie which is entitled "Ooh, that wouldn't fly today o uh, <laughs> veronica what, what do you have uh th- this week
0: well i guess uh, i have a few things but as teased earlier uh splinter is voiced by. I guess uh, someone who was outed during Me Too. I forget. How would you call the person who was the Mm -hmm. aggressor? Yeah, Kevin Clash voices uh, Splinter. Uh, He does an Asian voice of some cartoonish attributes as he does that. So that probably would not fly. Uh
1: (laughs) There is there's a heavy whiff. With anything that's like all about how awesome martial arts is, but created entirely by white Americans, there is a heavy whiff of Orientalism so sure. throughout the proceedings, mm. which is more like omnipresent than any specific moment. I mean, there, there are some parts where they, anytime they imitate Splinter's voice, it is doubly insulting <laughs> than uh, the voice that he is doing. Uh, so that's just kind of throughout the movie can't point to other things mm-hmm. um uh, the more specific ones you know uh uh there are there are old like 90s era they use tons of 90s trash talk some of which would be considered ableist today we would not use the word spasmatic in a modern movie um but the <laughs> the biggest one that made made me laugh was uh we are introduced to kino oh yeah, our sympathetic audience surrogate. As he street harasses a woman and then calls her fat yep. when she turns him down. First
2: thing, it took me a second. I was like, did he call her fat? And he she's says, like one of three said, women in this entire movie and she's fat. It's like.
1: Wait, you. I don't. Oh, you just mean like the insult is because the the actress is definitely not. No, no, no. I'm saying,
2: yeah, like she's like very, you know, there's like literally two and a half girls in this entire movie. Two of them are April, I'd say. And (laughs) and then the one other female, they're like, she's fat. I'm like, she's fat. No, she's not. She's not good enough. She's a girl.
1: (laughs) I wonder if she they had her wearing a big baggy sweatshirt. And I wonder if that was just the fashion of the time or because they realized that this actress was not in like very thin. The line is so uh, Kino is getting on his uh, pizza delivery bike and he says, who wants, to, which of you lucky ladies gets to take a ride with me tonight. And they All, say like dream on or something. Also problematic. Oh, no, yeah. They say dream on. <laughs> and he says, I'll dream of something thinner.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. So wrong. So, so wrong. I'm like, who are you? You don't I haven't even hit puberty yet. You know, your, your aspirations <laughs> in this life are to be a turtle.
1: <laughs> i was i was shocked to learn that he was a stunt guy in the first movie because i re- if you had told me he was 16 in this movie i would have believed you
0: i think he was pretty young i looked up his age he was probably around 19 or something when he made this movie oh. now that you I say, say he's we'll a stunt see.
2: guy it makes sense i feel like every scene his hands were like out like ready to flip you know what i mean that's his like <laughs> when i think of him he's like this like just like ready to move <laughs> <laughs>
1: He was 19 when the movie was made. Um, do we have anything else? The only other really dated thing was a, a, a Ralph Nader joke. That wasn't oh, yeah. offensive. But I literally had to Google it to find out what the fuck they were talking about. I was
0: confused. I assumed it had something to do with his like pro-environment initiatives. But I no, did not investigate. No, that's what I thought at
1: first. He was pro, like, uh, I guess, like safety in the workplace. And so they were talking about how well-made the net was. Mm. They were caught in a net. And they say, um, well, give your thanks to Ralph Nader. I literally Googled it. And the first thing that came up was a subreddit, uh, a Reddit post. Someone helped me understand the Ralph Nader joke in Turn- <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2.
0: You know what? Um, I feel like this podcast is pro safety in the workplace. So I will say, yes, it would fly today. Wow.
1: And I'm also pro <laughs> scenes where heroes get caught in a net. I like it in Return of the Jedi. I like it here. It's always fun.
0: A movie I've not
1: seen. Uh, oh, right.
2: Uh, I watched that in uh, quarantine to write an article. Oh, wow.
1: Oh, yeah. Wait, you are. You know what? This is the fucking Turtles podcast, but I don't care. You both watched Star Wars for the, like, the first time during quarantine, mm-hmm. right?
0: The first three. I watched just the uh, second one, I guess. Isn't that the Return Empire of the Strikes Jedi? Back. No, no that's, that's the a, third one <laughs> the empire strikes back is the one i've seen which is the second one i've what, seen the original star wars 18 years ago mm.
1: what did you what did you both think of of your first star Wars? i'm gonna link journey? you to my article and, and
2: i really we shit can get, on well, yes, star we can get more wars details i shit on it i thought it was so boring if anyone
1: wants the full details they can read uh anna's <laughs> article give, give us a link we'll put it in show notes okay <laughs> but um <laughs>
0: I will say uh, uh, that I felt about it kind of similarly to this movie. I feel like if I were a kid at the time, this would be a very fun movie that would be a favorite of mine. But since I'm not, it isn't. Mm.
1: So the headline is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze, equally good as Empire Strikes Back.
0: I I I feel like you're being facetious, but you're not too far from my actual opinion of it.
1: <laughs> oh, I just want to make it clear so we could offend any listeners that we still no. have.
2: No, <laughs> but they really nailed it with the secret of the ooze because you know what? I still am unclear of what the secret is, and I think that's the point of the movie is keep it Ooh. keep that ooze a secret. <laughs> yeah
1: you know, what what do you what what do you both think was the moral of this movie? You think it was Le- leave your ooze secret secret. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. uh, what is TGIF what was TGIF stand what, you know
1: TCRI T-G-R-I, I have no idea
2: TGRI
1: That that's the that secret that plot thread was baffling that's
2: the secret that's what I thought what is the secret it's TGRI and T-G-R-I. I don't know what- yeah
1: they have that moment where Do- it's like Donatello like learning that God doesn't exist <laughs> where like it's like the only weirdly dramatic moment where they they learned the secret, which is just that, like, yeah, they were turned... They were mutated by chemicals. And he's like, that was it? I just... I thought there'd be more to us. And it's very... It's like, you know, it's like the Patricia Arquette scene at the end of Boyhood. It's it's very Same powerful. Same emotional
2: heft. Yes. <laughs> you really compare the Ninja Turtles to some really different films, I feel like.
1: <laughs> well, that's what this... Our podcast is all about uh, uh, connecting pieces of art. Um, but yeah, I think... We're all we're all kind of in agreement whether or not no matter how much we enjoyed our experience I think we all think this movie is fine but just for children
0: mm-hmm. yeah which there's nothing wrong with
1: there's nothing wrong with that children
2: and Jared because he really enjoyed watching it again uh, I should have <laughs> watched it
1: with Jared I had a good time
2: <laughs> I had to at one point be like can you please stop explaining things I just want I. It's hard. I I just want to watch it because he was like, was
1: he explaining? He would pause it and try Ices? to give me the backstory of
2: like why they're here, why they're there. You know, if I have a question, please answer it. But uh, otherwise, let me watch the movie. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, cool. Well, uh, speaking of watching things, has anyone watched anything else good uh, recently?
2: Yeah, I watched two movies this weekend. I watched Minari.
0: Ooh,
1: and how
2: was it? Really good. Really sad. Really sad. All the Oscar noms are so sad this year.
1: The trailer tells me that it will break my heart before putting it back together even stronger.
2: It's good, though. I actually. That is a quote. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. And then I saw Scream last night in a movie (gasps) theater, which is just. Was very cool.
0: Whoa. Which movie theater in the city?
2: Yeah, we rented out an AMC. You can do that
0: yourself nice.
2: and see a movie <laughs> and wear a mask and yeah it was cool uh i had never seen scream on a on a big screen and i've watched it a billion times in my life so that was fun it was like fun to see it
1: i am i am so upset uh the uh, this was for the oft-mentioned uh jared's birthday yes um not only did we not invite him to the show i couldn't make his birthday thing and i was really excited to see scream on the big screen because i was i was too young to see it at the you past.
2: can still do it they have it like at amc not all amcs have scream they have a couple of older movies but like the bigger ones like 42nd street had scream so that's why we went to that i also, I weirdly i rewatched scream
1: on new year's day so i just watched it and it was like the first time i'd seen it in 10 years so i it was weird i just i'm writing a horror movie had... right
2: now so i've watched it a lot lately <laughs> so i was like taking more notes <laughs> last night i'm like oh i miss this like i'm like taking things but it is a classic i'd say
0: yeah, it's definitely my favorite uh, slasher movie. Yeah. I love it a lot. Like for of our generation, time. it's like the ultimate, I think. Of all time.
1: Is that is that our generation's movie? I, w- I would consider that a strongly Gen X.
0: I feel Maybe like not, though. I'm a I Gen X at ours. heart
1: those are 1990 it depends if you were allowed to watch right? it when 96. you were younger
0: like we
2: watched scary movies as kids so we were like screams the best one like i watched the shining as a kid and i watched you know all the Freddy versus jay like all the you know what's it called um you now i'm like nightmare on elm street like all chucky movies you know what i mean and friday the 13th <laughs> so when when you've seen all of those and then scream comes out you're like oh this one's awesome like cuz it spoke to our you know we knew the music in it and we knew the actors
1: I was I was a big skeethead a big skeet Ulrich fan
2: Wow
0: really um, skeet skeet
1: No <laughs> I don't I don't think I've seen any... I don't think I've watched anything, really, since our last episode. So, Veronica, you, you got anything? Yes.
0: Yeah, so, I've seen... I've seen a few things, but one that I would actually recommend is Made You Look, which is this new documentary on Netflix about art forgery.
2: Oh, I've heard about... Uh, someone else told me about this, like, two days ago.
0: Yeah, it's kind of delightful if you're into art forgery or seeing... Uh, idiotic billionaires waste millions of dollars on mm-hmm. art that they think is very valuable but is actually made by a chinese man somewhere in queens oh my god uh it it's it's an hour and a half it has very interesting twists and turns and characters definitely a great use of your time i would less recommend operation varsity blues colon the college admission scandal <laughs> which is probably. As much as you know about the scandal is going to be the thing you're going to come away with it knowing because it doesn't really uh, reveal anything new. But most jarringly, it uses reenactments with famous actors. So you know how there would be, I didn't know I was pregnant and there would be a a random reenactment for a second. This, what they do is that they take the recordings that the FBI had and have Matthew Modine... (laughs) Or other famous actors basically play act these recordings, so you basically see a lot of characters on their phones, but they're famous actors wow. reenacting the phone calls. Uh, I don't know that it. I hope Matthew Modine on. plays one of the. It's also on Netflix. HBO, right? Uh, it's right? Oh. It's on Netflix. Does
1: Matthew be Does Matthew Modine play one of the college kids?
0: So <laughs> I wish <laughs> uh, he plays the Rick Singer. I think the the uh, is it
1: like the main
0: the mastermind. Guy. And Becky does not get played in this movie by anyone, which is kind of unfortunate.
2: Bummer. You would think at this point she'd play herself.
0: Exactly. She's out of prison. (laughs) She served her time. Mm -hmm. I mean, this scandal is so dumb to me, mainly because it reveals the fact that colleges are perfectly happy to accept bribes. Like these people just found a loophole where they could pay a bribe that was smaller than what the college wanted to take. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Just our college system sucks. I want to watch but, that though. Yeah, I mean you should. It's not terrible. It's made by the guy who did the one of the Fire Festival docs, uh, w- both of which were oh, pretty which good. Which one? I forget.
1: Did uh, Did you watch both? Yeah, I, I did.
0: did. Watch both. Uh, yeah, and I, I I don't know how you felt about them, Anna, but I liked them both too. I think we
1: think we might have talked about them on a past episode.
0: I think I liked
2: it. The one I saw first, and I feel like everyone. Whichever one you saw first, you probably liked more, just because it's the same story, but it was like, I don't know, I liked the Netflix one, I think, more? I can't remember at this point. Oh, he
0: did the Netflix one. I'll probably like so, it. So, yeah.
2: there
1: you it's go. Whichever one you see first is better. It's the same way with um, same way with Fire Festival documentaries as it is with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Mortal Kombat. Whichever you see first is the one you'll love.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For me, that was that grease or dirty dancing you know whichever one oh you know, no. gonna...
1: grease are pretty dancing um <laughs> dirty women and pretty dancing <laughs> the great movies this would be a, this is some great tying up full circle that's how you somehow get an unwieldy <laughs> unstructured conversation to the end of the show veronica do we have any anything else to cover this week
0: uh i think that was it that's all all of our business for this week. <laughs> <Ooh>.
2: <laughs> well is what this meeting what are adjourned is.
0: Gavel, gavel, gavel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um uh should we what are our options for next week? Should we uh, uh, let people know what we'll be watching next week?
0: Uh sure we can. Uh we can do the same thing we did last time where we talk about it and then decide. Uh so we have hop. This is Easter weekend. So the movies are going to be very kid friendly. So we have Hop, which I believe is Russell Brand playing uh, an Easter bunny.
1: No. So Uh, no, I'm just saying no. We've done two kids movies in a row.
0: We have uh, Spy Kids. The
1: first
0: one? Uh, The first Spy Kids movie, which I've never seen. That's Um, 20
1: years old. Wow.
0: And from 1991, oh, it's still the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're and dead. from 81, it's Eyes of a Stranger. A reporter suspects a creepy neighbor who lives in a high-rise building across across from hers. Oh, hers. Is a serial killer terrorizing the Miami area.
2: That uh, sounds so, good.
0: So there's that. <laughs> and then there's Get Carter or The Oven 2
1: omen to good god
0: we could also wow. take a bye week if we want
1: uh all right so <laughs> next week you either won't hear us or we'll be probably talking about fucking spy kids
0: <laughs> oh god not get carter i feel like get carter would be fun
1: it might be get carter for all you carter heads all you you cart fans all right. we might be talking about the original get carter <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, how about this, John? Do you want to record three things that say we'll either see you the week after next, or we will be talking about Spy Kids, or we'll be get, doing Get Carter?
1: <laughs> we'll have this discussion off, off microphone. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, uh Tune in next week where we watch Get Carter. <laughs> now, uh, Veronica, you record three things in case I die.
0: Okay, John died in a car crash. (laughs) Guys, I'm sorry to tell you, John died in an autoerotic asphyxiation accident. Guys, I'm sorry, John died of happiness.
1: Is this okay? (laughs) are the only three options, (laughs) yep. Um, And uh, Anna, uh, why don't you tell us again where people could catch you? But do it three different times just in case you rebrand your podcast again.
2: OK, so I've never rebranded my podcast. It is Unemployed with <laughs> Anna Roisman. Uh Go check it out. We've got about 55 episodes. Really fun. You can find me on social media at Anna Roisman. A-N-N-A-R-O-I-S-M-A-N. Hey. Right.
0: Yay. Let's
1: head back to the, the Spectre, the, the Portal Time <laughs> or whatever.
0: The time machine.
2: (laughs) Toot toot. Do you want me to cut my audio? Toot toot. (laughs) Wait, was that your ending? I didn't understand. Nope, (laughs) this is toot toot.
0: Toot toot. Bye.